Hey there, I'm Becca Campbell, your pediatric sleep consultant. Welcome to the Little Z Sleep Podcast, where we make getting sleep help easy. If you have a six to seven month old baby, this video is for you. We are going to talk about the nap transition from three naps per day to two naps per day. Get ready. I'm gonna walk you through every detail, what the schedule will look like, my biggest advice when it comes to this age, how you're going to manage the change, and how long to expect this to happen. So let's get started. Hey there, I'm Becca Campbell, your pediatric sleep consultant. Welcome to the Little Z Sleep YouTube channel. I am so thrilled you're here. And in this video, our goal is to help you get a schedule for your six to seven month old and to implement this right away. Now, if you don't have a six to seven month old and you just want to schedule in general, I still got you. When you head to littlezsleep.com slash schedule generator, we'll put the links below, you can use our free schedule generator, no matter the age of your child, to get an age appropriate schedule you can implement right away. At Little Z's, we always want to make getting sleep help easy. Here's the thing though, before we get into today's video, I have to tell you, this is not an easy transition. In fact, of all the nap changes, there are two that are the most difficult. The one to none, like no more naps, and the three to two. So I'm gonna open up and tell you my number one tip. What I'm about to tell you, you need to commit because it's a difficult nap transition. Going from three to two naps per day, you're probably going to doubt that your baby can be awake for that long. You're going to possibly have some short naps throughout those transition days. And you're gonna be like, oh, Becca was wrong. I need to go back to three naps. So before I get into what the schedule is going to look like now, I need you to commit to this, knowing that it's not going to be perfect on the first day. When I worked with one-on-one clients and even our families in our sleep plan now, I want you to know that this transition actually can happen in conjunction with sleep training. I've said it before, but the six to 12 month age is the sweet spot to sleep train. These babies are just like ready. They want a schedule, they want to sleep through the night. And when we give them the tools to do so, it's such a wonderful experience. And so as I say this schedule and as we talk through how to make this transition, I also wanna give you full permission if you are ready to make sleep a thing, you can use this schedule and our baby sleep course at the same time. In fact, things may be a lot easier because how difficult would it be to try to minimize your baby's daytime naps if they are just never sleeping independently, if nighttime is chaotic, so I'm giving you full permission to implement this transition schedule and sleep train all at the same time. You can do both of them. Okay, quick facts for the three to two nap transition. This usually happens somewhere between six to seven months old. And there's even a little wiggle room in there. I would say there's like a week or two of just kind of play between the age of the child and what they're like. There are some team members here at Little Z's who had a five month and three week old and it was one week until the actual transition, but they were seeing all the signs that we talked about and said, they were like, all right, let's go ahead and make the change. So if you're finding that you have a six to seven month old, somewhere in this range is generally the time that we want to go ahead and move to this schedule. The second quick fact is that this schedule now allows for two daytime naps with a total of three hours of daytime sleep. That means that if we're looking at the two naps, 
It could be split like a perfect hour and a half, hour and a half, but not always. Sometimes it's a short morning nap and a longer afternoon nap. In other situations, it could be a longer morning nap and a shorter afternoon nap. But all in all, we are aiming for three hours of daytime sleep between these two naps. The third quick fact is that I would suggest all of these naps be in your baby's crib. Up until now, your newborn and then young baby infant, they have been able to have naps on the go, naps in the car, naps in the stroller, and obviously you're going to live your life. So that will still happen. But this is the age inside of my sleep program where I tell parents, look, it's only two naps, morning, afternoon, you've got a big chunk of awake time in the middle and obviously on the other sides. Let's aim to have those naps in the crib. When a baby is sleeping in the crib, that's going to be the highest quality of sleep. Think about if you were to take a snooze on an airplane or in the car versus your bed. Which nap is the best quality for your sleep? Definitely your bed. There's going to be noises in the airplane. In the car, it's really bumpy and maybe crowded. So the nap in the crib is the best quality. And we're going to aim for all naps now with a two-nap schedule to be in the crib. The final quick fact, quick fact number four, is that you finally have a schedule. So this new nap schedule that I'm going to give you, eventually, that's the key word, eventually every day those naps will be at the same time. Yes, you haven't really had that yet. And finally, you can have a schedule where you can know every day at this time and that time the baby will go down for a nap. So that's all coming. Let's talk about the signs that you know your baby is ready for a two-nap schedule. Sign number one, I already said it's the age between six to seven months old. But beyond that, what are some other considerations? One of the biggest things is that your baby is perhaps sleeping shorter at night because they are getting a lot of daytime sleep. I'm saying a lot in air quotes here because it's really just 30 minutes extra, but you might find that your baby is taking three naps during the day and then all of a sudden their nighttime has perhaps been 11 hours and now it's like 10 and a half hours. That's because they're getting an extra 30 minutes during the day. It's all a math equation that really needs to go back to the nighttime by increasing the wake time during the day. The third sign of readiness is that that third nap is like the most frustrating thing of the day. You're maybe baby carrying them or you're trying to put them down in the crib and it's disrupting the entire maybe life of your family. It's like right during dinner or you're trying to get maybe um, your toddler to do an activity while you do cook dinner, but also the baby has to go for a nap and it just, it's kind of juggling this weird time. And not that that's always the permission, but it's not just a weird time, but also they're fighting it. So if they're fighting that last nap of the day, it's usually a good sign that, okay, we need to make a schedule change here. Another sign of readiness is that the naps, the three naps that your baby has been taking are getting shorter. They're not as long and luxurious as they have been. The baby's naps are shorter because they need more awake time in order to sleep more. So now that you've checked off which signs your baby is experiencing, let's get into how to make this schedule change from three naps per day to two naps per day. Okay, the schedule rundown. We are building your baby's schedule now with two naps using awake windows. And remember, awake windows are just the amount of time your baby can be awake for. With this two-nap schedule, you will use this from six months all the way up to about maybe 12 to 14 months old. So the good news is you're going to have this for a while. So yay. The awake windows that we're using to measure this two-nap schedule works like this. Your baby wakes in the morning 
They have two and a half hours of wake time, and then they go down for nap one. Nap one, again, it could be an hour, an hour and a half, and then they're awake, and we have a three-hour chunk, and then they go down for nap two. Nap two could be hour to an hour and a half. Remember, we talked about those totals, which we'll get to again. They wake up from the second nap, and they have three and a half hours until bedtime. Whoa, (laughs) you might have just been like, I'm sorry, Beck, well, what? You think my baby can be awake for three to three and a half hours? Are you crazy? This is a big change. And we want to acknowledge that right off. When I give you the awake windows of two and a half hours, three hours, three and a half hours, your baby may not be able to handle that exactly on day one. That's okay. I'm going to talk you through it. The biggest thing I need you to know is that this is our goal. This is where we're going to. So let's talk about how we're going to now push your baby's awake windows so that they can be awake for two and a half, three to three and a half hours. Simply put, you're going to push them. (laughs) Yes, your baby may show you the sleepy cues at that two hours and 10 minute mark. They may start to yawn. They may start to rub their eyes and fuss. Don't allow that to be the exact cue that right now we got to go down for a nap because here's what will happen. The moment your baby starts to rub their eyes or get fussy and you're like, okay, it's been two hours. It's almost two and a half. Let's just go down for your morning nap. Here's what will happen. A, they might fall asleep really quickly, but then wake up 20 to 30 minutes later, not actually having the full nap. Or B, they get in the crib and then they fight it because they're actually not ready. Pushing your baby's wake windows to two and a half, three to three and a half hours throughout the day, this is a big deal. And what we're going to use are music, sunshine, snacks, siblings, pets, whatever we can do to push them to that wake window. Sometimes my families in our programs have found that the daycares can implement this way easier than at home because they're stimulated. There's other children around. It's easier for them to be pushed by the daycare provider. When you're at home, especially if you're at home by yourself with your baby, you might find that you're sitting there like, what am I supposed to do? You're just, you're just tired and cranky. Let's just go for a nap. So please use music, use sunshine, use toys, whatever we can do to get the baby as close as we can to that wake window. We're aiming in the morning for two and a half hours until down for nap one. They're awake from nap one, three hours. We go down for nap two. They wake up from nap two. Now we have three and a half hours until they go down for bed. So in those wake windows, it's going to feel huge. And I wanted to just come straight, like level with you. You you might be thinking, yeah, what am I supposed to do with my baby for three and a half hours? And I get it because their wake windows have been really tiny. Remember the newborn days? They were like 45 minutes. So this is a long time that your baby is awake for. However, push them. Don't give in just because it's feeling like, oh, it feels like they're ready for sleep. Trust me. After working with over 500 families in a one-on-one capacity and over 15,000 families inside my sleep courses, I have talked to enough families to know the baby is sending a cue, but they're not ready yet. This is a tricky time. There's a reason I opened up this video asking you to commit, okay? So let's talk about that. Commit to these awake windows. Commit to them and you will see those results. If you shave them down to what you're comfortable with or what it seems like the baby is comfortable with, I can't guarantee the schedule is going to work. You have to commit to this exact routine and awake window schedule and a two nap daytime schedule will emerge. I'll give you the most common example of a daytime schedule, like the clock schedule for this age. The most common schedule is a 7 a.m. Baby is out of the crib for the morning. They go down for the nap at 9.30. 
They wake up after an hour and a half. They go down for nap two at 2 p.m. They sleep for an hour and a half. They're awake by 3.30 and they go down for bed by 7 p.m. That is like, I'll put in your quotes, the perfect daytime schedule. But it's not perfect. So please know if your baby is on maybe a six to six schedule versus a seven to seven, or maybe they're 11 hours instead of 12 hours at night, which is awesome still, then your schedule may be shift a little slightly through there. But what I want you to know is that this is a schedule that eventually will be by the clock. Hallelujah. You'll finally be able to tell the babysitter or the other caregivers like, hey, baby goes down for a nap at 9.30 and 2. Okay. All right. We're good here. And it's so easy to be able to just have those times versus, oh, they were awake. Okay. Watch the clock. And at this time, it's a schedule. That's what we finally have. Yeah. Now, the thing with this is that I mentioned this is a difficult nap transition, and it is. So it will likely take your baby four to six weeks to become acclimated to this schedule. Four to six weeks until you're feeling like we're definitely on a clock schedule. Again, every baby is different, so maybe yours will just take right to it, or maybe yours is the kid who it's all the way at that six weeks, and finally it's clicking. But I need you to know most of all that this does take time. Finally, I got a little nugget to give to you and it's about a third nap. We're talking about the two nap schedule, Becca. There's a third nap. Yes. Sometimes you will need to bridge the gap between that long stretch, the three and a half hour stretch from nap two to bedtime. That's a lot. So let's talk about bridging that gap. You might need to do this. I have vivid memories of Hattie, my youngest putting her in the baby carrier or putting in the stroller and going for a walk around the block for 15 minutes. And she would doze for about 15 minutes around five o'clock, 4.45. By offering, if you need to, because I know in the beginning weeks, when you're making this change for your baby, three and a half hours is a long time. You might need to bridge the gap with a little bit of drowsiness drowsiness is actually the first stage of sleep. It counts for something. And it's a little re-energizer. Drowsiness can actually energize your baby for up to an hour. So what I would suggest is you find the sweet spot for your little one. For my family, we had a 7 p.m. bedtime and like a 4.45, 5 o'clock walk was the ticket for her. I would strap her in the baby carrier or we'd go in the stroller. We'd take a walk around the block. She would just kind of like nod off a little bit. 15, 20 minutes max of nodding off and she was set. She could hang until that 7 p.m. bedtime. So if that is something that maybe is the drive home from daycare or you need to go for a quick on-the-go nap, do not offer that in the crib. This is a like a, this is a touch and go, maybe you will, maybe you won't. It depends on the baby and their temperament. But my daughter and a lot of the clients, we needed to have that little bit of drowsiness to help energize them until bedtime so they could hang. So take that little tip, that's a big tip, and make sure that we're seeing that baby is not becoming an overtired monster by 7 p.m. If you can offer a little bit of drowsiness and a little tiny third nap, if you will, it could actually really help. In summary, this is a nap transition that finally gets you a schedule somewhere between six to seven months old. You're going to watch for some of those signs that we talked about on knowing if it is time to make this transition. We are going with a two and a half, three to three and a half hour wake window set throughout the daytime so that your baby has two naps that 
total out to be three hours of daytime sleep. Could be a perfect split, hour and a half, hour and a half. Maybe it's a short morning and a long afternoon or the reverse. However the totals end up being, I'm just looking for three hours of daytime sleep for this two-nap schedule. It will take probably about a month for everyone to feel acclimated to this, but the good news is you have this schedule for like the next seven months. So yay for that. I am so glad that you were here with me this week. And again, if you want more schedules, always use our free schedule generator whenever you want. Head to littlezsleep.com slash schedule generator, click the links below, and we want to give you the schedule for your child between the ages of zero to five years old. Thank you so much for being here. Sweet dreams. See you next time. 